The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Will, we're in the closing stages of what I think is probably the greatest weekend of home and away footy in living memory. Of all time? It would have to be up there. It's certainly in the conversation. Four games that are all decided by under three points. Yep. Swans by one point over the Bombers on Friday night. Yep. Dogs by a point over North yesterday. Dees won by only three points over West Coast. And then the Cats by two over Frio today. Just remarkable finishes across the board. And don't mm. uh, discount the Lions-Giants game, despite the 10-goal uh, margin. That, oh, really? That was a Titanic contest. That was probably the most <laughs> off-Broadway game of all time. Did you actually watch it? I watched every minute. And how the Lions go? Supporter. They, yeah. were, they were okay. Mm. We'll move on. Well, we will move on. Yep. Because the, arguably the best out of those games was Melbourne versus the Eagles. It's arguable, but it's right up there. And there's a few talking points to come out of it, including Clayton <laughs> Oliver. And again, the Melbourne Demons are getting themselves involved in social media issues. Melbourne Demons players stop getting mm. involved in social media. That's next on the Greenfield Post. And then oh. after that, we're going to cross live yep. to the biggest music festival in the world, to Glastonbury. Oh, it's going I didn't to be know huge. we're doing that. We are. Massive. I've got a reporter on the ground there. Oh, I'm very keen to hear it. Who went to the Foo Fighters last night, so they'll be able to tell us all about that. That's coming up soon on the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Now, Will, as we just spoke about, what a magnificent mm. round of footy. One of the best mm. I can ever remember in my life. Mm. And any other week, the game of the round would have been the Demons versus West Coast. Oh, comfortably. Mm. It has... a, w- a winner in, in, mm. the, in the dying seconds. Their first win over there in, in tens of years. I can't remember how many it is, but it's been a long time. That just all the stories, it all lined up. It was a beautiful game of football. I don't think Melbourne had won over there in 13 years or something like that. I think it, it might be longer. Mm. We really should research before we just <laughs> throw to stats. <laughs> we should. It, uh, it was, it's between 10 and 30 years. Mm. I know it, that. It much. is. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. It's in the decades, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, sa- I said 10, so <laughs> I wasn't wrong. So, but the number one talking point out of that game was Clayton Oliver's dive. Well, alleged dive. Now, you've called it alleged. You, mm. you weren't confident with dive. Why <laughs> well, is that? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe he was clipped on the chin. You keep defending him. He fell over very quickly. It did not take a whole lot of contact. <laughs> he, he, he hit the ground faster than he probably should. I think his justification, I think you've mm. got audio of it, but we'll, he says that he was clipped on the chin. Mm. And I think I read somewhere that he said he bit his tongue. Now, oh, I've okay. bit my tongue. Oh, that does hurt. I've been. Did you hit the deck? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> did you collapse in a heap? I think it goes sort of paper cut as the most painful <laughs> thing that happened, then childbirth, and then chuck biting your tongue. Yeah, and then stub toes in That's there right. somewhere. <laughs> I think so. Well, it, let's before we jump to any conclusions, okay. let's hear what hey, let's hear Clayton Oliver uh, will defend himself on the Channel Seven straight after the game. No, I was just sort of hit him on the chest and I wasn't really expecting it. Sort of just clipped me and sort of just rocked me a little bit. Just sort of fell back, wasn't really ready for it. And yeah, I guess just wasn't ready for it. So I don't, don't want to look like obviously a faker or anything like, yeah. like that. So yeah, just sort of just rocked me and just sort of wasn't ready for it. Oh, you don't want to look like a fake. Well, that's what you've done, Clayton, you bloody nunce. Well, he's absolutely talking shit there. Hang on a minute. He was not expecting it. Well, I was he expecting was, you to get this fired up. <laughs> he was provoking Schofield. He was whacking him in the chest. Mm. He's given him one back, maybe up near the throat area. Mm. But he's just gone full timber. He's sort of. <laughs> like he, what do you mean timber? He like just a piece of a piece of wood. Oh, real, like falling over. Yeah, pitbull. Uh, <laughs> well, I've started to think about pitbull then for yeah. some reason. Now he's absolutely mm. collapsed in front of the umpires. He wouldn't have done it if the umpires weren't there. Schofield's gotten reported. What mm. if Schofield gets a week because he fell in a heap? Well, that'll be up to the MRP to decide. Yeah, we're, we're not in that sort of space, are we? But 
from that serious on-field incident, yep. that is you know, a legitimate news story and a cause for debate, yep. comes a story that probably isn't a legitimate news story, <laughs> but makes the news anyway. Now, this is on the Channel 9 News tonight. And, uh, well, do you uh, want to explain it or should we let the Channel 9 explain it? No, let the man explain. Youngster was on the front foot himself today when cricket great Damien Martin tweeted, Am I watching soccer? Oliver hit back with, Hey, Damien, you should just worry about that shot in 1994. Link if you can't remember. Hashtag, am I watching a choker? <laughs> now, whenever hashtags make the news, that makes me laugh. Oh, just the serious news voice for such a stupid story. But if you didn't get that, Clayton Oliver has replied on Twitter. Well, Damien Martin hit first. Mm. And he said, am I watching soccer? <laughs> Because that was, it, that's the equivalent of what it was. It was just one of those really bad dives where mm. he wasn't hurt. But then he's hit back. Oliver, show some respect for Damien Bloody Martin, well, he, please. He's brought up an incident from 23 years ago <laughs> from a test match back he then. He wasn't born. He wasn't. How, how, how would he know that incident wasn't exists? Wasn't even born. He didn't see it. No. And so he's, I can reference things from three years before I was born. No. I wouldn't know what happened. I have no idea what happened in 1985. Oh my God. And so anyway... Mm. He has accused Damien Martin of being a choker. This is a man who scored a century in a World Cup final with a broken hand. Mm. He led Australia to a 3-0 whitewash of India, our mm. first win over there in 30 years. He was man oh, of the series. An important member of the greatest, arguably the greatest cricket team of all time. Of all time. And held his own in there. Of like, course he this did. This is a grade of Australian sport, Clayton. And Oliver has just shown absolutely no respect. Now, to how, be fair, he was many, provoked. How many games has Oliver played? <laughs> About 20-odd. <laughs> What's he done? Now, you, I think if Damien Martin criticises you, you cop it on the chin I think, I think and I, you don't fall over in, a, in, a, in a, like a bag of dirt. There's two lessons here for you, Clayton. <laughs> if you get criticised by Damien Martin, Ricky Ponting or Michael Bevan, just shut up. Just shut up and accept and cop it. it. Cop it square on the chin. <laughs> if Andrew Simons tells you to clean your room, you clean your room, Will. <laughs> if Stuart McGill thinks you need a few more hard ball gets, you, you take, take that criticism on board. And you get more hard get balls. Get more hard balls, Clayton. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Will, we usually cover sport on this show. Yep. But it would be remiss of us not to talk about the biggest musical festival in the world that's happening right now. Well, the other pillars of Triple M, there's rock, sport and comedy. All right, and so we've got and, sport covered. <laughs> and given we struggle in the comedy stakes, I think we should cross <laughs> to music. Cross to music festivals. <laughs> so now, you've said you've got a reporter. You've got a reporter on the scene over there in Glastonbury. For those that don't know, it's a music festival in the UK. Probably the second biggest in the world. After Coachella. After Coachella. And there's some big... Great acts there. Well, I've just seen the, the lineup. There's Radiohead performed on Friday. Yeah. They had the XX and Royal Blood. And then yeah. Saturday was Foo Fighters, yeah. if you don't mind, it's... followed by The National and Katy Perry. I'm just looking down the list now. It's some of the biggest bands in the world and Craig David. <laughs> <laughs> Craig David is up there. But Ed Sheeran's on today. It's a massive lineup. It's huge. So he's about to perform in, what, four or five hours' time. Yeah. But we are crossing now to a reporter over on the scene in Glastonbury. Now I'm excited. Luke, Luke Chung, who's yep. going to set the scene there and tell us all about what the atmosphere's like in Glastonbury. I'm extremely sceptical about your reporter. Hey, Luke, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I'm here, MJ. Thanks. Morale is low. My tent's open. There's Wayne coming right in my face now. Oh, oh I tell you what, it's bucking down now. Just out of nowhere. Hang on. This isn't meant to be a weather report, Chunga. <laughs> We're, we're here to talk to you about Glastonbury. Now, you're, now set the seat. Whereabouts are you? You're in your tent. 
Yeah, coming live from my tent in here. <laughs> what kind of reporter is in a tent? MJ got a lot of answers. Oh, Chunga, mate, how's it been so far? Yeah, it's been great. Really good. Uh, apart from the facilities over here, they're, they're a bit um, yeah, a bit on the smelly side, but <laughs> same with the tent. Well, well, enough about the toilets. Did you see the Foo Fighters last night? <laughs> yeah. I did, yeah. The Foo Fighters are real good. Where they, Woody? <laughs> second, second triple M sending two correspondents over to here to Glastonbury. Oh, so no. thank you, triple M. We've blown our budget on this cross, oh. but you better make it good, sugar. <laughs> now tell, tell us about the Foo Fighters. Yeah, give us a review of the Foo Fighters. Mm. Did they play new stuff? Was it the high atmosphere? What did you think? Um, I could, I'd like to tell you a bit more, except we'd had probably about three litres of Captain Morgan by that stage. So... <laughs> What about, can you, what about Katie Perry? She performed last night as well. Did you see her? No, nah, I didn't see her. <laughs> okay. Anyway, who else has been highlight? Who has been your favourite band so far? Oh, I'd say the Foo Fighters, aren't they, Woody? They're pretty good. Not bad, you know. But like I said, the old Captain Morgan did his trick. Oh, And um, wandering around a bit aimlessly. I've, I've got a question. Yeah. So have you been to festivals in Australia, like Splendour, where you have to camp as well? And if you have, how do they compare? You know what? This was my first ever festival. Ah. Oh, what about Woody? My first ever. Woody. <laughs> Hang on. I'll put, I'll put on the second coast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you there, Woody? Woody. Woody. No, he's, he's otherwise, um, otherwise occupied. Okay. Doing what? <laughs> it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Fair now, who are you looking forward to seeing today, yeah. Chunga? There's some big acts. I'm looking down now. Ed oh, Sheeran, yeah. Biffy Clyro. Uh, no, I'm actually um, Barry Gibbs. Probably uh, the next <laughs> one on the on the list. <laughs> the BGs. Well, well, hang on, Barry Gibbs. Barry... He's, he's the only BG left. Yes, he's the B. Yeah, just a single B. But hang on, Barry Gibbs on the pyramid stage, <laughs> and then at the same time over on the West Holt stage, you got Shaggy at the same time. Oh, Who are you going to pick? Yes, two um, two two very difficult choices to choose between who and what not. So two icons so, of music. So what are you going to do, Chunga? Barry Gibb or Shaggy? Oh, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I can. That's that's good. <laughs> are, you, are you dozing off as we're talking to? Yeah, you're on a, you're on Melbourne radio, Chunga. Give us yeah, give, give us some lift. Yeah. We'll let you go That it was Luke Chuga, our reporter over there at Glastonbury That is a man who has spent two very solid days partying I think. Oh, we could have had an exclusive We could have found out about the Foo Fighters the, yeah. Their new set list, what they were playing Yeah, they would have played new tracks Yeah, what the atmosphere is like at Glastonbury If there's all the flags <laughs> around He was two litres deep of Captain If he Moore. saw any celebrities <laughs> No, oh. I'm going to see Barry Gibb today if I'm not too pissed <laughs> That's the latest from Glastonbury over there on the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Rock, sport and, yeah, comedy. Just a bit of music. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M and it's time for... Will and MJ's Serious News. (laughs) No, no, no. Serious News. Well, Will, I think you finally, finally nailed the tone of this segment. Was I... Was I appropriate there? Yeah. Was that not too flat? Or well, I think we've been doing this for about six weeks now, and you've finally worked out the mm. level that this segment needs to be. Because we keep saying it's going to be serious. We're going to mm. discuss real topics. We're not going to make jokes, mm. poor jokes. We're just going to 
we're going to discuss things that matter. And tackle the big issues. And I feel like sometimes we stray off course. We do. Not, not this week. Not this week. This no. week. Because this week's local. Yep. So people who are involved in the story might be listening. Yep. So you don't you, want anyone thinking that we're not taking this 100% oh, seriously. Of course. Now you put your hand up, yeah. which I'm glad because mm. I think I was responsible for the, for the last yeah. couple of weeks when we uh, told some inappropriate stories about... And th- things didn't go as planned. No. no. But this is all you now and I'm, I'm trusting that you're going to tell me something very serious, very important. All right, this is a report from um, Nine News. Yep. Local story. I'm listening. Thief cooked noodles and played PlayStation during Melbourne home break-in. <laughs> Will... Already I know it's not serious. A thief is on the run after breaking into a Melbourne home and showering, cooking and playing video games inside the property. Oh my God, he just played house. Mm. He broke into the um, house on Hassett Lane in Cranbourne North Yeah. at 8.10 on Wednesday Yeah. in the morning, spent five hours inside the home. <laughs> he had a shave. Yeah. <laughs> he, that's particularly hard to clean up. He bathed. So I'm not yeah. sure if that's a shower or he just turned the, he went the full bath with a bit of a bath bomb. Bit of bubble. If he if he showered, they'd probably say showered, wouldn't they? Yeah, but ba- this is he's bathed. I think, <laughs> I think he's drawn a bath. <laughs> he's cooked some noodles. Yeah. Doesn't say what type of no- noodles, like me goreng or two I, minute, I, you'd I presume. S- I assume magic. Mm. Yep. And he uh, used the PlayStation. What did he play? Uh, doesn't say. <laughs> It is also believed he... Ma- oh, no, I better not go. I'll, I'll skip that line there. <laughs> he what? Um, pleasured himself. Does it actually say that? Well, it's the other word for pleasured himself. It starts with M. You can say masturbate. No, I don't think you can. Well, <laughs> he, also, he stole several electrical items and fled the scene. So that's where it starts to get quite serious at that end point. So how do they know all that happened? Um... CCTV footage shows a man wearing a grey Richmond hoodie. He's a Richmond supporter. <laughs> he just wanted to know what it was yeah, like to yeah. live in a nice yeah. house. <laughs> to have a win. <laughs> a black calf and um, brown Ugg boots he was wearing. So, Oh, that pi- that's exactly how I picture the man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it doesn't say what game. I wish it did go into more details about what game he oh, played, what kind of noodles he had. There's endless questions. Yeah, so was this it ha- beef, chicken? Yeah, you'd have to go chicken if you had the choice. But do you know how mm. the detectives established the fact that he was in there for that long? So the footage shows him coming well, in and out. I'd imagine the f- there's CCTV here. It doesn't show his face, yeah. but it shows him in the Richmond hoodie. Um, so I presume there was CCTV footage of him going in yeah. and CCTV footage of going out. And, and then, then in the kitchen, there's in the kitchen seasoning on the bench. Now, <laughs> I just see how it says he had a shave. Yeah. Like, that's the worst thing to do for DNA. Oh, Isn't yeah, it? You, you, well, you've got hair that's yeah, I've got watched DNA en- all over I've it. watched enough CSI to know. Yeah. If you're robbing a house, you don't shave inside the house. Yeah, and don't rob a house in the first place, but if you are, don't shave. A shave leaves hair and yeah. and potentially blood, yeah. which are both high in, in DNA, high DNA probability. And, then when and, he then, re- and the <laughs> house is full of semen. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone with information is urged to contact Crime Stoppers on one 800 this is the Someone, Greenfield Post on Triple M. Someone stop the man. So he's, he's, there's Tiger support on the loose. Mm. MJ, we, we probably should talk a bit of footy. Yeah, we should. Because it was one of the most memorable rounds in history. One of the best rounds in history, I Absolutely. reckon. I can't remember another round where there was, what, four games decided by under three points. And just epic finishes. Mm. It wasn't like they just eked their way to a, a one-goal margin. It was They were all epic yeah. in their own way. So it was Swans over the Bombers by one point, Dogs oh. over North by one point, Dees by only three points over West Coast. Yep. With a goal in, what, the last 
10 seconds. Tom McDonald McDonald with 40 seconds. Yeah, and then the Cats by two over Frio this afternoon down at Skilled Stadium. Did you see that one? Yeah. Michael Walters missing from about 20 out directly in front. With literally a second and a half on On the clock. the siren. Oh. And then not to mention the Sydney game. Yeah. That's the craziest finish I think I've ever seen. That seems like ages ago, but... Yeah, it does. (laughs) Cast your mind back. Mm. Even including my own club, the Brisbane Lions, when we beat Geelong after the siren in uh, 2013. The Miracle on Miracle on Grass. Got from one end to Have the you ever other. gone a week since then without talking about that? No, I you, don't You think bring so. it up so much. But it, because that was the best finish in football history for mine. But it? then, well, until, unbiased opinion. until that Sydney game, mm. that was something else. Yeah. They had no right to win it. And then, well, the, uh, fi- finally, Richmond had a win <laughs> yeah, and on. held on to a lead. No, uh, good, I'm happy for Richmond. They uh, they just got the job done today, yeah, did you? It almost felt like I wasn't at a Richmond game. I was working there for Triple M, and then as I was walking out, I saw a Richmond supporter get arrested. So I thought, no, everything uh, is, yeah. is back to normal. Order sustained. That's right. <laughs> now, you've been doing a little bit of uh, history on the internet. Re- Reddit's blowing up at the minute about Richmond. Is that right? Oh, well, hang on. It's not blowing up. Um, I just spotted on Reddit, mm. and I wanted to sh- uh, bring this to your and, uh, and the listeners' attention. So it's a little sort of history lesson. Yeah, a bit of a history lesson. So mm. Tigerland, I think it's unanim- unanimously agreed upon as being the best song in the AFL. It is. It just I don't. It doesn't matter the how yellow much, and black. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter how much you dislike Richmond mm. or the club. You can be. You can just show a bit of unbiased. Yep. When you're talking about things like the song, mm-hmm. and they nailed it in 1962 when they wrote Tigerland. Before that. Did you know they had a club song called On With The Tigers? And I want you to try and guess what this song was based on. Oh, Walsing Matilda. That's it. This doesn't sound too bad. How good would this be to belt out? On with the tigers. Yeah. Oh, they should have stuck with that one. That's uh, not bad at all. See, I reckon they should share. Yeah, go. F- I reckon if that was currently in the AFL, it'd be the best mm. song going around. Well, it's better than Freo's. They could have at least lent that to Freo. <laughs> could lend that to Port. Could lend well, that to a lot of clubs. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. The Tigers. Now, now that you mention it, though, mm. because in the comments section, mm. someone said that the song Tigerland, because everyone agrees this Tigerland's the best, but this yeah. is still pretty cool. Uh. The current one is based on this song here on an old mm. Broadway musical, Zeagled Follies of 1912, Row, Row, Row from 1940. Is this what Tigerland, the this current one's based you'll on? You'll recognise it. Here we go. And they would and then he'd row, 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 Tiger. Row. Oh, yeah. Tigerland. with a grin. Hey. And then the lyrics are very interesting. Because this is the part I thought you'd enjoy. So the song is about... Young lovers having sex. What, this song here? Yeah, that's what Tigerland's really? based on. So yeah. he'd, <laughs> he'd drop both his oars, take a few more encores, and he'd oh. row, row, row. And it's about how they'd, they'd fool around, they'd kiss mm. again, mm. he'd row a little further, yeah. she would tell him when, he'd yeah. kiss her now, and he'd, he'd bl- hug her and kiss her. And then, he'd, that- and then he'd blow it at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think happened. I think it's a story about a bloke who got really close. <laughs> And then absolutely never got over the line. (laughs) This is the Creepfield Post on Triple M. How fitting. 
MJ, yeah. we're just going to touch on a story we spoke about earlier in the show about Clayton Oliver yep. getting into a Twitter feud with one of the weirdest people I think I could possibly imagine. Well, Damien Martin. Now, Damien Martin, Australian cricket legend, he's mm. not someone you would associate with Clayton Oliver no, until th- now. These two blokes have probably never met before. They wouldn't have even spoken about each other before. But through social media, somehow mm. they're now involved in a feud. <laughs> it's bizarre. A highly publicised feud. <laughs> oh, Melbourne. Just, just settle down with your phones, Now, Melbourne. if you think that no one cares about this, yep. you're wrong, because it was in the actual oh. Nine News tonight. Yep. Here's how they explained it. Youngster was on the front foot himself today when cricket great Damien Martin tweeted, am I watching soccer? Oliver hit back with, hey Damien, you should just worry about that shot in 1994. Link if you can't remember. Hashtag, am I watching a choker? <laughs> if they played that to someone who, in 1995, that, oh, none of that would make sense. It'd be a different language. Hashtag Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> link, link if you can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's put a YouTube link. Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank, thanks for that, uh, Clayton. I yeah. forgot about that shot. Mm. What a petty, obscure reference, dude. But it? it's good. Well, it's clearly now an official Twitter feud. Yep. When I it's think, on the news. Yep. I think they're enemies for life. Mm. And someone called us during the song and said it compared to a different... Uh, kind of AFL Australian sports rivalry on Twitter mm. that's happened in 2015 and I'd forgotten about until now. I've got the article up. Yeah. Now, Tex Walker called out Nick Kyrgios for... Oh, now, this rings a very faint bell for yeah. me. Now, he called him out for being a dead set flog. Mm. He, it was after he was fined in uh, the Shanghai Masters for uh, saying some very rude words on mm. court and everyone... I, I think... It was one of those times the whole Australian public just jumped on him and just yeah. weren't happy. Well, it was probably one of the first time that Kyrgios showed his true self. Yeah. And I think he's got a lot worse since then. Yeah, I, I don't but, know. I'm but, still a fan. Anyway. All right. Tex, Tex Walker. When is this absolute galoot going to learn? I love the use of the word galoot, yeah. by the way. What a dead set flog. Just suspend the peanut. Kyrgios hits back. I don't even know who Tex Walker is, lol. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't mind for a boy from Canberra. Yeah. Tex Walker. Here is future reference for you, buddy. Just remember this next time you spit the dummy, hashtag galoot, and then it's a package of his own highlights. <laughs> from YouTube or something. From YouTube. He's put yeah. highlights from Showdown 24 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and then Nick Kyrgios goes, the fact you posted a highlight package of yourself makes me think you're even a bigger idiot than I thought. That's mm. pretty heated for two people that have never met. Never met and have nothing, really should have nothing to do with nothing each other. to do with each other. Mm. So Is I that think, where it um, stopped? Did Tex pull up there? Well, Patrick Dangerfield got involved. Oh, did he? Yep, and he referenced uh, that Tex raised 66 grand for leukemia for shaving his mullet off. Well, you, when you bring charity into it. Well, that's what Kyrgios says. He says, I didn't realise it was a competition. I raised money for Cancer Foundation with every ace I hit. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and so and then... Um, so it's a charity off now. And then, yeah, he said, didn't know it was a, co- a competition. And then Nick Kyrgios said, I wish the both of you, both, best for you in both of your careers. Never said a bad word about you. Okay. And, and then that's where it ended. And that's... Oh, okay. Now, now it ended on good terms. I would have much rather that just continue. I want Oliver and Martin to get even more heavy. Get more personal. I want this to absolutely avalanche out of control. I don't want charities bought into <laughs> it. No, I want just personal attacks. Personal attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Every mistake brought up. And now he's got spotlight on him. Every time he plays a bad game, he's got Damien Martin just on his shoulder. <laughs> just, just hoping he doesn't do not, well. Not, don't kick a clanger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's, well, we'll keep a very close eye on that during the week to see if anything comes from we it. We certainly will. Gee, I hope it does. Now, what are we mm. going to do here? We're going to wrap things up? Better wrap things up. We're running very quickly out of time. Yep. Um, if you jump on the iTunes yep. and download our podcast, we're in the top 100 yesterday. Oh, were we? In the sporting podcast in Australia. Oh, so that bad. was good. So you can sign up there and uh, subscriptions help us a lot. They do. And if you, if you like it, just use, leave a little review. Yeah. Only positive reviews. If you're going to lo- leave a five-star review, review 
please do it. All Treat us like. like radio Uber drivers. Yeah, we're radio Uber drivers, mm. and that's what we need from you. You wouldn't give your Uber driver a one-star rating and a negative review. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a threat. Only positive. Yeah, do it. If you yeah. want to do a bad review, do a bad review. Jump yeah. on Facebook, yep. like the Greenfield Post, like Will and MJ. Will and, yeah, and there's a few videos up there. There's a yeah, some funny ones. Went well <laughs> during the week. Yeah, did all right. <laughs> anyway. Your impersonation of Robbo is very, very positive. <laughs> Let's wind things up. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. We'll be back at 10 p.m. next Sunday night. We sure will. Adios.